This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, my talkers, it's hump day. Julia's in the house, and we have this other lovely, special, very pregnant woman. Let's say hi to her. Oh, we know who she is. <laughs> yes, Julia, I didn't know you were expecting. <laughs> You know what? Again, a sympathy pregnancy. You know something that you said though, because you're expecting in May. Yes, ma'am. And your birthday is in May. Yeah. And oh. what would the odds be if this little bundle of joy was delivered on your birthday in May? I know it's only the so my birthday is May 23rd, and the due date is May 30th. Oh my lord! Because I had my first baby on my birthday. Isn't you th- did? Yes. Isn't that cool that she? Because mm-hmm. I would love to follow in your footsteps. Question. Um, question mm-hmm. was that um because like i enjoyed it's older as i got older my mom's birthday i like to try to do things for her take her to, to try to do something with her that she otherwise wouldn't Did oh you that, remind me exactly of my children would that was that different with having your you know because oh, you know like, what how it, do you how do you celebrate which one on which day and it's all about him oh yeah it's got to be because he's your boy right he's my baby yeah and it was all it was funny because he was a month early mm-hmm. you know so it was just a complete surprise and um I'm telling I you. I knew I was pregnant, though. That wasn't a surprise. <laughs> good, good to know. Good, good to know. I, I mean, mean I something hope... was coming out of me. Just didn't know when. Isn't that wild when you, now that you've, you've you've gone through being pregnant and you go there, when you hear the stories of I didn't know I was pregnant, you know, that was a whole <gasps> TV show. And I, you like, know. I'm 23 weeks pregnant and I didn't know. How is that possible? People have them. Yeah. And that's like <laughs> wild to me. I mean, I've never had more like little aches and pain, like things that like I would never experience. I never had heartburn before being pregnant. So it's like <laughs> heartburn is not fun. No. I, I'm surprised people have it. <laughs> I like did not know what it was until I was pregnant, really know what it was. And now I'm like, we should do 5Ks for people with heartburn. I love it. It is the worst. It is the worst. It really is. You know, one of the, it's one of the things Brittany, so Brittany was sharing, and this, I didn't know that if you um, are having a baby, you're asking people, doctors suggested that yeah. you ask people to get a whooping cough shot if I, they are going to hold the baby within the first month. I've never heard of this before. And if other people have, I mean, let us know. I just have, Brittany, yeah. I wonder if this is just a newer thing. I don't know. It's funny. I don't, I have no idea. I just had one of my uh, visits and she said, make sure you and Justin, you know, my husband have this Tdap. And if anybody wants it's to call the what Tdap is the okay. shot for whooping cough. And I, she so casually said, and make sure anybody who was going to hold her in the first two months has it too. And I was like, did you ask any follow-up questions or did you feel like you couldn't? <laughs> I feel like, well, she gave me so much literature and I honestly, so oh. many times I come home and then Justin asked follow-up questions and I was like, read it. You need to come along <laughs> if you're going to ask. No, fo- don't you know no follow-up questions? Uh-huh. Um, 
but yeah, I had, and what a casual thing to mention. So then I have like a group text going. I'm like, hey, family. Um, so, anyway. But I mean, I guess you got to ask, right? I mean. Okay, here we just got something. Oh, no, okay? I'm scared. I'm no. going to be yelled at by somebody. No, no, no. I just didn't know. Okay, here is uh, my friend mm-hmm. who just do- donated $1,000 oh, to you. Ukraine. And she's dedicating it to Brittany's daughter, oh. whose name will be Bridget Hagen <laughs> Knudsen. <Perfect. laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Shannon, I love it. Thank you, Shannon. You're the best. I didn't know. It's nice to know that the baby's name now. I, there you go. You can't. I mean, I said naming rights and the, that kind of. I mean, you're done. Shannon, it's yours. Oh, my gosh. And she is going to be a she's going to be a grandma. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. Um, but wow. She, and I said, like, what are you going to be? What are you going to be called? And she said, Grandma. I said, OK, because, <laughs> you know, everyone has grandma, um, Nana. What, yes. And so here is another generous donation. We just got a, Lisa just gave a very generous donation on behalf of the brave spirit of the Ukrainian people. Um, She said, I met a man yesterday with family there. His 70-year-old father was getting, gosh, it's cutting off something. Oh, man. And I I was out at um, dinner last week with friends who still have family in the Ukraine, and they... um, you know, fled the Nazis, and so they oh were, um, and they went to the Ukraine way, way back, and so this is their family, and she just said, it's just amazing that people are leaving anonymous to anonymous is for um, for just donated. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, and it is a brave spirit, and your little daughter, Bridget. Yeah, Bridget Hagen Knudsen. How cute is that name? Wow, that's their name now. I mean, I'm, t- I'm texting it to Justin. That's mm-hmm. the name. Oh my gosh! So I'm saying, anyway, I'm telling Justin, hey, this is the name. Donations led the way. Do- donations are leading the way. Thank you, everybody, for donating again. We are really looking forward to talking to Sandy at the bottom of the hour, and she is with a light, and she's the COO, and she said that um, really the focus today has been on warmth because it is super cold over there. It's snowing. Sarah, who we'll be talking to, is actually wearing two pairs of pants. They've distributed almost a thousand blankets today and expect to give out about a thousand more to probably mittens, gloves, heater, heaters, hand warmers, and things like that. But it's interesting because the people who are coming across the border right now don't have really any relatives in Poland or don't have anywhere to go. I mean, really, really stranded and um, just seem exhausted, more exhausted more scared so anyway whatever you can do to help that is awesome and bridget i like the name bridget i mean if you donate bridge i mean here's the thing she can have a few names so if you want to donate and also get name naming rights i'm not going to throw it out you, we could Shannon, hyphen bridget Shannon right now has all the naming <laughs> rights it's currently bridget hagen knutson all right Bridget Agent Hagen Knudsen is winning. Yeah. I outsource most of my life. Yeah. I'm just glad that I got to outsource also naming my I love child. It. It's I just love it. Do- done. 
Okay, outsource your whooping cough shots. So people who hold the baby in the first two months need to get... And this is what my... And I I don't want by any means this to seem like some controversial thing. I just didn't even know. I never heard of it. And now I'm thinking, I'm going to have to get it. Because if you're coming to work with our little baby Bridget... (laughs) In the first two months. (laughs) Oh, don't even think you aren't. I'm taking some vacation this summer. Oh, I'm sorry. I I hope that my my, uh, torn up crotch doesn't get in the way of your vacation this summer. I hope that you you don't you get a cushion for me at least in the seat. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Oh, we'll get you a, a little tarp. A tarp. No, point. no, we'll get you one of those toilet roll seats so you oh, can perfect. sit and be nice and gushy. Thank Stop you. Comfy. Thank oh. you. I, gushy. <laughs> That's probably what's gushy. gonna happen. Gushy. Did you know? Have you ever heard of padsicles? Okay, now what is this? Okay, so this is you get a pad, you put witch hazel in the middle, aloe vera on the sides, and you freeze it. And then once the baby's born, you put it in the fridge so it defrosts a little bit. And so you have this cooling stuff with like anti-itch for all the torn upness in your crotch. You are really expecting a bomb to go off down there. I am. I mean, well, because I got you told have, she was in the you 89th have, percentile. You have been okay talking about icing that area more than any woman I know. 89th percentile. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I walk weird if I like have like a big BM. So it's like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry that like a... 89th percentile, Justin's so tall. I'm so tall for a girl. Like, is she probably 21 inches? Her shoulders alone are going to probably make me do the splits. Oh, gosh. So, like, I'm sorry that I'm getting ready for a nuclear bomb to go through my crotch. Stop, stop. Oh, my God. Um, Okay. All right. So, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, there is something very cool coming to the Twin Cities. It was just announced today. And we're going to talk. To one of the executive producers. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. All right, thanks for hanging out with us today. We want to thank um, Brian and Diane for their generosity, dedicating money to all the Ukrainian people trying to stay warm. A couple anonymous ones, Lisa, Shannon. Thanks, everybody. We are taking donations with the Alight organization to help out the refugees from Ukraine at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword. Ukraine. And now we're switching gears because it was just announced today that the fabulously amazing Art of Banksy exhibit is coming to the Twin Cities. And we have Visante Fusco with us, who is the associate producer producer of the show. Welcome, Visante. Hi. Hello. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Where are we catching you today? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, mm. lovely. Lovely. Okay, so tell us about this. This is big news for the Twin Cities that the Banksy exhibit is coming here. Yeah, uh, we just announced today, as you were uh, all well aware, we're super excited to bring such a unique experience uh, to the Twin Cities. And you have done this in several uh, other cities, and I think the cool thing about this is because Banksy's art is not in many museums. So this is um, from people's private collections. So it's giving the average Joe who doesn't have a huge art collector in their family the opportunity to see some of Banksy's pieces, right? Yes, and I would think that would be the majority of the people. (laughs) But yes, this is a very unique experience in the sense that, you, you know, the public will have the chance to see over 100 authentic original works uh, from Banksy's catalog within uh, a same space, right? That's what makes it unique. People know Banksy mostly 
because of uh, what he's done out on the streets, on, on, on several different cities, different parts of the world. So the only way you could see them all is, is traveling a lot, which, of course, is a huge challenge these days. Right. Uh, so, yes, that, it, it's an amazing opportunity that we're bringing to uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, that's kind of has me questioning. So, Vicente, with most of this stuff being often with Banksy, you know, being outdoors, being as... How are you guys able to travel with this? Like, are you guys taking photos of it? Are you actually bringing parts of buildings? Like, what what is that? What does that even? How does that translate for this museum? Right. So, something that not a lot of people know is Banksy has always done uh, art and, and produced art in in you know frameable sizes. So, not all of his works are street art. Mm-hmm. And that being said, we've taken nothing from the street. Okay. This is all, yeah, this is all uh, based on collections that have been acquired by amazing art collectors from around, from all over the world, uh, who is, uh, who we're actually working with. And we've assembled this amazing collection. Uh, but yeah, that's important to say. Nothing has been taken off the streets. It's original art that's been legitimately certified and sold, you know, at auction houses and whatnot uh, that are banked. Oh, very this cool. Is, yeah, this is just so cool. So I think a lot of people will remember when the girl with the balloon um, sold at Sotheby's in London in 2018, and then the person was going to buy it, and then the the photo um, shredded. And I think that if we didn't know who Banksy was before, then that moved around the world at, like, what is this? So I think there's a lot of curiosity here. And if people don't know who Banksy is, um, there's a great documentary on HBO Max um, called Banksy Does New York. It was done in 2014, but it'll give people some background. But I think for, like you said, most people, I'd say 99.9% of the people, this is such a cool opportunity to see something we would never have an opportunity to see. And so it's coming here. The Banksy exhibit is coming to the Twin Cities. It's going to be in the Lighthouse Art Space in Minneapolis. And that was the same Absolutely, place. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was the same place that we, if you don't know, that's where the Van Gogh, uh, immersive Van Gogh experience was at. That's correct. Yes. So um, another another cool thing about it is that it's not really your typical museum-esque type of gallery, right? right? Which are very cool on their own, right? But this is very industrial, right? It's got an industrial vibe. It's, it's, it's you know, it's very Banksy-esque. Uh, throughout. It's got a very rock and roll feel to it. It's fun. People will get the chance to walk through um, a certain timeline of, of, of Banksy's career and hopefully they'll get more acquainted with, with the artist, uh, which is also part of the premise, of course, just bring the, bring the artist closer to the public. Right. This is so, um, this is going to start, it's going to open on May 12th. And is it going to be here for the summer, Vicente, or how, how long is it going to be here? Yes, it's opening May 12th. It's going to be there for eight weeks. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Only limited oh. time. Okay, so, for eight uh, weeks. You know, you, everybody still has a chance to uh, get out there. There's a bit of time ahead, but... Don't wait too long because it's a limited time. No, cool. All right, so it's the Banksy exhibit. It's going to be opening May 12th here, and it'll be here for eight weeks. And the tickets already went on sale this morning at Banksy exhibit, B-A-N-K-S-Y exhibit.com. If you want to buy your tickets, you know, if you just want to go on weekends or, you know, I think the good selection. I think this is going to be a hot, hot ticket in the Twin City, Visante. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it will. Um, but yes, bankcxhibit.com. You, 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 everybody will get the chance to see a lot of information in there. Not only the ticketing, but you know, general information of what the exhibit's about and where we will be, dates, you name it. You name it. All right. Do you have a favorite piece in this? Because we're going to see about a hundred pieces from the collection. Do you have a favorite? Actually, I don't. Um, you know, I, I don't know you guys, but when I see art, I have a different interpretation based on my mood. Mm-hmm. So if I see something and I'm grumpy, I'll have, you know, <laughs> it'll have a different feel. If I'm in a good mood, uh, it'll have a, another feel. I, I really like, um, I like his quotes a lot. Yeah, there's, there's, and there's going to be quotes uh, from Banksy throughout uh, the gallery as well. They're super witty. They're super... Um, Kind of almost, almost uh, very social and, and political. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you know everything he does is such a has such a genius side of it. I like his quote: "Art should comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable." Yeah, um, I think that's a great line. So I don't know. We'll leave it to the public to choose their own favorites. Well, I'm so I'm going to this in case anyone wants to know up front. Um, well, let's coordinate the dates on the side. Um, <laughs> Visante, so nice to talk to you, and I'm sure this is going to be a huge success here in the Twin Cities. Again, it's the Banksy Exhibit. BanksyExhibit.com for more information on how you buy tickets. Um, have a great afternoon. Cheers to North Carolina. And when we come back, we are going to be talking with Sarah from Alight, and she just got to Poland, and we're going to hear firsthand what's going on over there. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 107. And My Talkers, you can be somebody. My Talk has partnered up with Alight to do the doable. My Talkers for Ukraine is a way for My Talkers to listen and give directly to Alight, who has teams on the ground in Poland helping Ukraine refugees. More than one million people have fled from Ukraine since the invasion of their country. A lights team in Poland is providing relief items and medical supplies, safe transport, and support for host communities. To donate, go to mytalk1071.com, click on My Talkers for Ukraine, or you can use keyword Ukraine. Again, that's mytalk1071.com, and click on My Talkers for Ukraine. And thanks to all the My Talkers who have donated already. And we have a special guest coming we up here, do, you guys. We do, but I just want to update everybody. We're at $64,000. We've had some very generous donations in the past few minutes from Barb, Eleanor, Anonymous, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Keep them coming. You can go to mytalk1071.com, keyword Ukraine, or just click on the Ukraine banner. We are really feel honored today that we get to speak with um, Sarah Hartman, who is the CEO for Alight. 
and who is our partner um, helping to raise funds for the refugees from Ukraine. Sarah, how are you? I am so good. How are you? I just want to say also before we start, I'm a longtime listener. I listened to your show when you first came on the air, so I'm super happy to be here today talking to you and saying thank you to you myself. Oh, aren't you sweet? Thank you. Gosh, you've been around with us for a long time. (laughs) Thank you so much. I love that. Well, I mean, can you believe the MyTalk listeners, we've already um, have donated $64,000 it's unbelievable, and I can believe it because I've seen you guys do it before. <laughs> it's amazing. Time time again, but I'm so excited to be partnering with you guys this time. Um, it's incredible, and I can tell you we're putting it to work. I am in the car right now. It's almost midnight, um, just returning from the border right now. Okay. Um, it's long days, uh, but we've been spending that money. Uh, I'm putting it right to work as soon as it comes in. Oh, that's amazing. All right, so tell us what is... What does it feel like there? And so it's midnight. So you you were working at the border and welcoming people when they come across or how does it all work? Yeah. So there are uh, now two million people have crossed. Um, They can cross by foot or car on train or by some very few by airplane. Most are coming um, by foot across the border into Poland uh, and other countries in the area. you know, I think as time goes on, the situation is getting much more difficult for people. Um, we see people looking, you know, um, really exhausted, mm-hmm. extremely cold. I think one thing, I mean, I've lived in Minnesota for 20 years, and uh, I'm wearing two pairs of pants today, if that's any indication of how cold it is right. out here today. Um, and people have been in the cold for, like, hours and hours, some for days, um, walking, uh, to get across the border to safety. Um, so they're exhausted. I, you know, they're really exhausted. Um, cold, exhausted, hungry, tired, worried. Um, it's difficult. Uh, there are lots of people trying to help in different ways. Uh, a light, um, is doing a lot of things today. We were really focused on warmth. You know, yeah, warmth yes. is really important. Everyone in Minnesota knows that. Yep. Yeah. There's nothing, I just can't, there's nothing worse than being cold. You know, I just yeah, think, and it's freezing, and you know, you see newborns, yeah, people over eighty, um, and they've been standing in the cold for you know at least six hours minimum um, to to get across that border. And so by the time they make it today, I saw a woman; she must have been eighty-five years old. Uh, she collapsed. She just made it over the border, so she made it, but uh, didn't have any energy left. Once she crossed, um, and thankfully we used FM 107 donations uh, to buy some wheelchairs today. Nice. Um, we just brought them to the site a few hours before, so we were able to help her not have to walk, walk even like one more step further. So that was like an incredible thing um, that you guys provided. The other thing is, is we were able to provide about a thousand blankets today. Oh. Um, so when people come across that border right away, we give them a blanket, especially the children, right. but really anyone that needs one. Um, they flew, so tomorrow we're going to go get about two thousand more blankets. I think. And how is um, how so we're is assuming that... maybe we'll have to give away about a thousand a day? Wow. Right, so, Sarah, if, if you know, are people like just mass shipping supplies in into Poland that you're able to keep up with the demand? I mean, two million people—that's the size, kind of a little under Minneapolis-St. Paul, because I think we're like two point three. That's that's so many yeah. people. 
It's so many people. Everywhere you go, there's so many people. I was just, we had stopped at the McDonald's to make a phone call because they have good internet. It's just filled with refugees. So, like, everywhere you go, it doesn't matter where you go. There are people trying to get warm um, inside of, like, grocery store lobbies. And I will say the Polish people have been amazing. So they're allowing people to sort of just huddle wherever they can to stay warm. Um so, yeah, right now a lot of the stuff is coming from Europe and from the region. Um, there's tons of shipments happening from all over the world into Ukraine, to the border, um, everywhere. Uh, so far we've been able to keep up with demand, yeah. um, but we'll see. That's Thank you for doing that. And, and what does it do to you? Because this is what you do, and you work for a light, and you've been doing this, yeah. working with refugees. What? How do you... Keep yeah. yourself positive. I mean, I just think it would be just, I mean, we hear so much about the strength and the will um, and the under unbelievable resilience of the Ukrainian people. Is that just kind of what feeds you? Yeah. You know what I mean? When Because I'm sure you've been doing this 24-7, you know, and would be exhausted. Yeah, so I've done this for 20 years. Um, and I can say, first of all, I'll give you guys a shout out. FM 107, I listen to your show like almost every day when I return from work, uh, when I lived in the Twin Cities. And I will say, like, it really matters that there are people that help you separate from the heavy things in life. And so I think we really take care of ourselves and like really try to separate ourselves from it sometimes. But the biggest thing about the light is that we truly believe like people are amazing. Um, and that they're abundant. And we've learned that because we deal in scarcity. And the more scarce a situation is, the more difficult it is, the, the more you learn the lesson of how incredibly abundant human beings are. Um, yeah. So that's true of Ukrainians. It's true of the Polish people helping them. It's true of your listeners. Like, in a crisis, people show what they're capable of being and becoming and doing. And um, so... I think that's the privilege that I have in my work is that I get to witness that um, time and time again. First, that's kind of it's so well said, Sarah. And I love, you know, you've been around a long time when you still call us FM 107. <laughs> oh, sorry. My talk. Yeah, you're right. I have. No, I, but I, but I just cred. It does give you cred because there's some people in the media <laughs> still who have been on our show and they still write it at FM 107. And, and I just, it makes me smile, but you really I'm said something. No, gosh, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Um, I've got a lot of shirts My that talk. say that. Um, so one of the things that you said, though, that, that it really is meaningful, I think, to us at My Talk is where we yeah. do try to separate the heavy from the light and bring brevity and bring laughter and bring a whole different side because yeah. it's too hard to be heavy all the time. It is. It's too much for your spirit to hold, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of the greatest um, compliments we yeah, ever get. Yeah, so I think it's really important. And I think there are things here, too. I, think, I don't know if you've seen on the news, but there is um, every night at the border where we are in Medeca, there's uh, people who play the piano. So they play this beautiful classical music. And so as people come into the country, there's this beautiful music sort of in the air. How surreal. Um, the whole evening. And I have to say, it's the kind of stuff that sometimes people think is superfluous, but it's so, it lifts our spirits so much as right. people who are there. And I, I know it does for the refugees as well. So there are really these beautiful sort of acts of like human kindness yeah. um, that 
take even in that situation that couldn't be heavier. Right. Um, it's those things are such a gift to people. You know, it was kind of, I watched, I don't know what day it was on the news and watching the people go through the border and they were going through this building and I was just having kind of a flashback of what it would have been like for our aunts, you know, our relatives that immigrated here, whatever time they did and going through Ellis Island or wherever they came in and the long lines and the waiting and the not knowing what's on the other side and all that insecurity emotionally and, um, you know, with all mm-hmm. the leaving everything behind and, and how lucky are we to be partnered with you and that you're there and you know how to take care of people and you know how to do this. So that really feels good that we are with you. Yeah. You rock, sister. And a little bit goes such a <laughs> long way. I'm telling you. You're, yeah, you're bringing so much comfort and warmth um, and safety to so many people. So we're incredibly grateful to all of you. Thank you so much. Do you need volunteers here at all? I mean, besides the financial aspect, are you needing more volunteers at Alight? Um, that's a great question. We use volunteer. Uh, we volunteers are always helpful to us. We're also resettling a lot of Afghan families in Minnesota, um, and we may need people, especially if you're a Ukrainian speaker, Polish speaker, or anything like that. That would be incredible. Um, but we're always looking for volunteers and help having people help us in whatever way they can. So they can definitely um, check out our website um, or give us a call and someone can help them find a way to give. Fantastic. Okay. Listen, you hang in there. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Hey, thank you so much. It was such a nice. Uh, break for me to get to talk to you guys. So I appreciate it very much. She's oh. just a rock star, Sarah. Sarah, I hope we meet one day. Oh, dear. I really do. <laughs> I, so I'm, I look forward to it. I, I do too. And thank you for what you're doing in your organization at Light. I mean, boy, it just it's it's so nice to connect with you and hang in there. And we're going to um, take a quick break. This is my talk, formerly <laughs> FM 107. Um, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. What is the meaning of this? Hollywood! Hollywood spigot! Hollywood spigot! I'm trying to make it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that was a nice interview, you guys. Good job. Oh, she is. Oh. I'm telling you, um, she's better than us, you guys. She was a huge fan when we got off the phone. I was talking to her. She was, uh, that was really cool. I don't know. She was a listener, too. She's listening. Yes, I think someone told me that, but that's just, I. I'm just in awe of people. Right. Um, so anyway, here's some Hollywood speaking to do. Um, Wait, what are we doing? Hollywood! Oh gosh, here we go. Hollywood speak it! See? Okay, all right. So we are up to $64,525. Um, we want to thank um, Brittany. Maybe you can go read these. Because I would like again, to read these. Uh, have- Tiffany, very generous. Emily, very generous. Joan, thank you. Denise, amazing. Barb, and then we have Anonymous, Eleanor. I mean, people are just, my talkers are insane in the best way possible. Okay, I think mine showed up as Anonymous, but it was really to you. And I said, (laughs) perhaps some baby names, LoJ, Loria. Julie Lowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julia. Mm-hmm. It's not going to show up because I did it wrong. But anyway. Um, of course. I, I just, you'll, you know what, though? Um, I will honor yours and I'll add those to the <laughs> to the name. So okay. it, the name is getting long, but that's fine. You know? It is fine. All right. So we just got off the phone and we we're talking about Sarah Hartman, who's the COO 
from the Alight organization who is in Poland and mentioned that 2 million people have been displaced and just talking about how cold it is. So if you can, you know, whatever you can do, we certainly appreciate it. A thousand blankets were given out today. Yeah. And they and so, most likely a thousand tomorrow and also mittens and gloves heaters are using all the money. And they said our money, the money that we donate a little goes a long way. So that's really cool. So if it's a 20 bucks, just know that like they're, you know, they're, they're making it all usable there. And they're, since they're there, they can get the most out of the money. All right. So here's a couple things I want you to Hollywood. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts speak you want me to do what yeah whatever cameron diaz reveals the unexpected lesson her husband benji madden taught her well is he gonna give me any sort of hint about what this (laughs) (laughs) he actually said um he really taught her to value herself and she said it was interesting because when she was in her you know she kind of disappeared from acting and Lori and i always thought it was because she was in like four bad movies in a year annie this other one this other one this other one but she fell in love and got married and to um to um Benji Madden. And she talks about how she always got so much validation in that celebrity world. Mm-hmm. And that once she was out of it, he's like, dude, you need to validate yourself. You need to know how to do that. You're not gonna get it from external forces. I mean, I love you, but you gotta do it for you yourself. And so it out. Yeah. she said that was a big lesson. And the other thing she said is that um she no longer washes her face. <laughs> which I advise I can understand not taking off your makeup every night like my partner Lori does and yeah. has since I've met her and we, we would be so buzzed and she's in there trying to take off her makeup and I'm like what is going on with you how can you do that but you need to wash your face every once in a while but that's every kind of her once in a while. that's kind of her beauty stuff I'm um, James Vanderbeek you know who he is absolutely Dawson hey, uh-huh. He just turned a milestone birthday of 45, and he says, it feels younger than I expected. Yeah. He's got a a bunch of kiddos, too, doesn't he? He's got a ton. And he moved to Texas, and um, Kourtney Kardashian just said that, or excuse me, Chloe. No, who's the one? Kourtney, the older one. She just said that she's going to move out of California in five years. You know, the Hulu Keeping Up with the Kardashians is coming out next month. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, she said she's given it five years, and then she's out of there. They want to move somewhere else. Her and Travis want to mm-hmm. move somewhere else? They want else? to move somewhere else. I could of- see that. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to see where she goes. And they're so close-knit family. I think that's the only thing that would make me sad. 100%. Because like, that's the only reason I don't think I could ever leave Minnesota. It, it's You could leave in the winter, though. Yeah, I know, but I think- still, I just hang out with my family too much. They're the only people that have to. I understand. Um, 
But I yeah, understand. I could see I could see her moving out. Mm-hmm. She's she's the type. She doesn't she's need the, the she doesn't need the LA life. She doesn't Calabasas. She really, she really, really doesn't. But um and then other things in the Hollywood world to discuss, my dear, yeah. are the fact that um Oh, we gotta talk about if we're gonna talk Kardashians, we do have to mention Hollywood speak this. Why does Chloe feel the need to have a pantry that looks like a pharmacy from CVS. Okay, so on the DailyMail.com today, mm-hmm. it is posted um, a video of her pantry. First of all, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Can you imagine the inside of their houses? There's the closets alone, first of all. I know. I would die. Lori's getting a closet rehab done. I'm telling you, even if I had that, like pantry, it wouldn't look like that. Yeah, it would because you'd have a cleaning person that would come through every night and reorganize everything. You think so? Mm-hmm. You think that's what's happening there? Mm-hmm. I would dig it because my pantry is my broom closet. It is my dishes uh, shelves. It is my um, yeah pan shelf. Oh yeah, my pantry is split up everywhere because where I live right now, it doesn't. You know, it's just yeah. a it's a moving target. Yeah. Wherever you need, whatever you when need. When I was hoarding the tomato sauce and the tomatoes last month, you know, I have so many extra large cans because I love making chili and stuff. Oh yeah, but I've got they don't fit anywhere, so they're like in my closet closet. Oh, you're yeah. you're getting out of this. <laughs> I got food in the laundry room, you guys. I don't even have. I've got stuff down in cabinets in the laundry room because I don't have room in my kitchen. So right. it's all Just good. The moving the moving targets. What uh. sweets? You're getting out of this. I need you to Hollywood speak why she has it so organized. Oh. It's for her Instagram, because who wants an Instagram picture of a dirty um, pantry? I was going to say control issues. All right, that too. That's a good one. But really, literally, she has an area that's probably the size of this, um, our studio, that is just for hot sauces. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it just looks... beautiful. Oh, that sounds delicious. I mean, so lovely. It it would inspire me, maybe, to be more of a a cook if I had such a lovely space to go grab all the products (laughs) off the shelf. And they were all there. I think I don't like, though, is she does the glass jars and organizes the, um, you know, cookies and and things in, in like a kind of a bricklayer way. And I always think that that those glass jars, it's going to make things stale. Oh, it does? I don't know. Like, it just doesn't feel like it's recyclable. the freshness of like. Oh, look at you. Listen, cookies don't last that long anyway in anyone's house for I them mean, to go stale. She's got. 85 jars of different cookies. If you really want to go see someone's pantry, you got to check it out. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. What's the one thing that you're obsessive compulsive in organizing? Like in your house? Nothing. Like I go to my sister's house and she's kind of a little tornado. Yeah. So I, last time I was there, I redid her spice drawer mm-hmm. and I label everything. And she did pretty good because then I came back and it was still pretty good. Yeah. But I... I like, you know, you have nothing. You don't have like, I mean, the thing I, the thing I love organizing that I do like once a week is I love organizing my closet, but I tear it up during the week. But you but, resettle it and you organize by color or uh, by theme? By season and like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like t-shirt to, yeah, well, all that stuff. But otherwise, yeah, I wish I was better at so wanting to organize. <laughs> Not. It's, okay. it's okay. You're not going to have any time anyways. Why Why start that right now? You're going to be a mama. You're just going to organize the diapers. Yeah, you make my life sound bleak. Oh, no, it's so okay. wonderful. Okay. You All have right. no idea. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited. Um, but thank you for Hollywood speaking. Oh, gosh. We're going we're gonna to muzzle her. We'll be right back.